I want to feature on this podcast, and this is going to be a separate podcast uh, to my random talk on all special different po- kind of podcasts. But as you may know, I follow After Prison Show. I think I told you that in a, another another uh, episode. Yeah, and uh, Joe Guerrero was telling about a man who was wrongfully accused of murdering a fiancé who the real killer has confessed... Where the real killer has confessed to the murder, but he still may be in, executed on November 20th if, if the state officials of Texas have hit their way. Uh, he does have celebrity interests like um, like Kanye West and uh, Kim Kardashian and Dr. Phil. I want you to I want you to hear uh, at the prison show, and I'm gonna send them this special podcast. Again, this is a special podcast here in Big D Country. Uh, there is gonna be a link to the video if I could post it on here. On the uh, description of the uh, the uh, episode, this is a very special episode. Help, help get an innocent man a new trial because the original killer has uh, has uh, to confess to the killing, but they're refusing to give him a new trial. So, more information is going to come up in this part of the podcast coming up in a few minutes. So, stay tuned. And the next voice that you'll hear is Joe Guerrero from the After Prison Show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to After Prison Show. And today I want to share with you guys a prison-related news story, but we're going to do this in a way that we don't usually do prison-related news stories. And what I mean by that is usually when we address prison-related news, I try to do so in like a humorous, probably sometime even asinine type of a way. I like to fancy myself as a comedian, but there's not going to be any jokes in this particular story because I just can't see making light of any of this actually being in good taste at all. So this is going to be very serious what I'm getting ready to share with you. Another big difference with this particular prison-related news story versus any other ones that we do is I don't really know much about this particular story at all. I know I've seen quite a bit about it, but I'll be honest with you, I haven't paid it that much mind, even though some pretty powerful and influential people have gotten behind and on board advocating for the person involved in this story, people like Dr. Phil and Kim Kardashian, and even with those types of influential people involved in trying to go to bat for the guy in this story, I hadn't paid it much mind, and it wasn't until... Somebody who we had just recently interviewed, George Powell III, a guy that served 11 plus years in prison for a crime that he didn't commit, who is out on bond and is awaiting a new trial, actually reached out to me and personally asked me to address this story because the guy involved in this case is actually locked up down in the state of Texas where George Powell served 11 plus years himself. So I want to honor that request of George Powell III and address this story. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, it's almost embarrassing that I don't know more about what I'm getting ready to share with you guys. And if you don't know anything about this, we're going to learn about it together. And it's definitely a story that should be addressed here on After Prison Show and is in relation to an individual by the name of Rodney Reed. 
And I've got quite a bit of notes here on this guy. Shout out to Cody for helping me get all of this squared away and ready to film. This is a story that definitely deserves as much exposure as it possibly can because Rodney Reed, who is a 51-year-old black man who has been locked up for the last 21 years of his life, is on death row and is scheduled to be executed on my birthday later this month, November the 20th. So for those of you like me who don't know anything about Rodney Reed, this is a guy, again, who has spent the last 21 years on death row for the 1996 murder of a woman by the name of Stacy Stites. And he's scheduled to be executed in Texas in less than a month, again, on my birthday, November the 20th. Reed's family and legal team say that there are new developments in the case that exonerate him, and they claim Stites' then-fiance, a former police officer named Jimmy Fennell, may have been involved. Now you guys gotta pick up, there's a lot of information that they're talking about right there. Uh, the woman who Rodney Reed is accused of murdering had a fiance at the time who was a police officer. He's now a former police officer by the name of Jimmy Fennell. And they say that this man, this police officer, who probably was involved in the arrest of Rodney Reed, they're saying that he probably and potentially could have been involved in the murder of the woman that Rodney Reed is scheduled to be executed because of. 51-year-old Rodney Reed maintains his innocent Fennel has long denied any wrongdoing in Stites' murder. The story goes on to say Rodney Reed, who is black, was convicted of Stites' murder in 1998 and sentenced to death by an all-white jury. And the Bastrop County District Attorney said that Reed had exhausted all of his options to appeal the case after appealing repeatedly from 2001 through 2015. So this man is completely out of options and the only thing left that could spare this man's life is for the governor to step in and either postpone or cancel this man's execution. Uh, Reed would end up saying, none of them look like me, but I grew up in the military. I was a military brat. I figured that they would hear the evidence and know that I'm innocent. Reed told the news. He says that race played a big part in his case. He said he didn't see it at first. I wasn't seeing racism like that, but I'm guessing after he was convicted, he most certainly felt like and definitely saw, you know, that there was some racism that was involved. Reed has found support with local politicians and activists around the country, most famously including Kim Kardashian West. His supporters have called on the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, to stay his execution on November the 20th, meaning to postpone or cancel that thing altogether, and this man should get a new trial. They said that he had some famous support, and they mentioned Kim Kardashian West, but I've actually seen Dr. Phil all over Facebook talking about this man's case, and you've got to imagine, when you get the attention of these celebrities, basically, there's got to be some things about this case that just ain't right at all. Kim Kardashian would end up tweeting to the governor, how can you execute a man when since his trial, substantial evidence that would exonerate Rodney Reed has come forward and even implicates the other person of interest. I urge you to do the right thing in all capital letters. Shout out to Kim Kardashian West, who is going to law school right now. This chick's trying to become a lawyer. She's trying to fight for criminal justice reform and for people who are falsely imprisoned. And Rodney Reed seems to fit the bill of just that. The Innocence Project is also involved in this man's case, a nonprofit legal organization that works to free wrongfully convicted people, just like Darnell Phillips, who we featured here on After Prison Show, and just like George Powell III, who we just recently featured. 
Bryce Benjet, a senior attorney at the Innocence Project and who is representing Reed, said and maintains that Reed and the murdered woman Stites were having a consensual sexual relationship while she was engaged to her fiance. They argued that this explains why Reed's DNA matched the semen found on Stites' body. So we're learning quite a bit about this case. Here's a man who's locked up for the murder of this woman who was engaged to a white police officer. He was a black fella. Maybe the fiance found out. He ain't like that one bit. I can see how he is the other person of interest. I can also see how he could potentially be the more likely culprit. We had a relationship, Reed said. She wasn't going to marry Jimmy. I don't think she loved him. During the 1997 trial, the prosecution argued that the evidence showed that Reed took the box. That's the best way that I can word that right there. It means that uh, he did some bad, bad, no-no type of charges things. That's what they're saying he did. But yet, if he maintains that they were having a consensual relationship that the fiancé didn't know about, that would explain why his DNA would show up on her body. But at trial, they used the DNA that was found, said that he took the box, and that was ultimately what led to his conviction. That's pretty crazy. The Innocence Project has filed a number of motions to test DNA evidence collected at the crime scene. We're asking for DNA testing because it's a clear path where you can find additional evidence in the case. And the obvious thing that you would want to test is the belt because it was the item that was used to strangle the victim. It was held in the hands of the murderer and that's very likely to have the DNA from the murderer. Wow. And they didn't test that? Do they have the ex-fiance's DNA on file? Would they be able to get that? Why haven't they been able to get this new DNA testing that needs to be done, that should have been done? Why wasn't it done in the first place? There surely are a lot more questions than there are answers in this man's particular case. And he only has until November the 20th for some action to be taken by the governor in an effort to stay his execution and give this man a chance at a new trial, or at the very least, some new DNA testing. Now this is pretty interesting right here. They said that the Innocence Project alleges that Fennel told, that's the cop, the ex-fiance, Fennel told another police officer that he would kill Stites, uh, the woman that was murdered in this case, if he ever caught her cheating. Sergeant Mary Blackwell testified that Fennel made the comment while they were in police training together. Jimmy Fennell was having a conversation with another classmate that sat near him, Blackwell said. He made a comment that if he ever found that his girlfriend was cheating on him, that he would strangle her. That's very descriptive right there. And also matches exactly how this woman died in this particular case. And I looked over my shoulders at him and said, well, if you do that, they'll find four fingerprints all over her throat. And he said, that's where you don't know. I'll strangle her with a belt. Hmm. Now, this guy Jimmy Fennell had an attorney. I don't know why he had an attorney, but he did. Uh, that guy's name was Bob Phillips, who told the news that this guy was not in any way involved or connected to Stites' murder. Of course, that's what any lawyer would say about their client. But he also went on to say, not based on any of the credible evidence or physical evidence or forensic evidence, this lawyer said, it's a concoction of creative, brilliant lawyers trying to save a condemned man who is worthily condemned, I might add. 
The lawyer also goes on to say, if I for a moment thought Jimmy Fennell or anyone else was guilty of the offense, I'd be joining all of these press conferences, standing up at the Capitol, begging for mercy, picketing. He added, I never want it on my record that I've facilitated either passively or actively in the wrongful conviction and execution of an innocent man. But there's never been a guiltier man in the history of Texas than Rodney Reed. I'm not sure I'm really agreeing with that you know, based on what this story is bringing to light. And along with all of the appeals that Rodney Reed has exhausted in an effort to try to not be executed for something that potentially he did not do, his final appeal was in 2017 to the Texas Court of Appeals and that was rejected. Reed's request for court-ordered DNA testing, and the reason why this was rejected is absolutely crazy to hear, but they cite issues with possible cross-contamination and storage that got nothing to do with the damn case at all. So it sounds like the only reason why this final appeal was denied was because of the way that the evidence was stored. What has that got to do with the initial and original case? The following year, the U.S. Supreme Court denied Reed's request to review the Texas court's ruling. Today, Reed says he tries not to even entertain the idea that he will die in three weeks. I feel that the truth is out there, he said. They're going to be executing an innocent man. Now, real quick, I have to throw this in here, and I should have thrown this in here from the very beginning. Jimmy Fennell, the former cop and former fiance of the woman who was murdered in this case actually ended up getting arrested and I don't I don't know why he got arrested I know he ended up going to prison and when he went to prison he tried to join the ABs and while attempting to try to join the ABs and looking for protection from them he admitted to them that he in fact killed this woman and what's crazy about that is if you think about this individual Jeremy who were currently working with, an individual who himself is a member of the Aryan Brotherhood. One thing that he told me, he told me quite a bit about what it's like to be in a gang, especially that gang, while serving time in prison. And he said when a new individual is thinking about or wanting to join that gang, that gang will learn and know everything about you, one way or another. And when you are being considered to becoming a brother, we know everything about you. I'm gonna know your grandmother's name. I'm gonna know everything about you. Because we'll pay for the background check. You know what I'm saying? If we can't get it done for free and it's gonna cost, we'll pay for it. But I'll know if you've ever taken the stand on anyone in any state, federal or go, uh, you know, state or federal, it ain't gonna matter. I'll know everything about you, everything. So I tell guys, listen, before you give us your information, if you've got any skeletons in your closet, walk off, man, and <laughs> just walk away. Because <clears throat> once we find out, it ain't like we can forget it. We're not gonna forget it. So it makes sense that this former cop would admit to what he had done, maybe in an effort to get better favoritism within the gang. Who honestly knows? But there was a former inmate, a member of the ABs, named Arthur Snow, who says that Fennel, this former cop, made the comments to him while they were serving time together in a prison in Currio, Texas. Comments in which he confessed to killing this woman because she was sleeping around behind his back. 
Arthur Snow says Fennel approached him seeking protection in the prison from minority inmates. During one of the conversations, Snow says Fennel made a racist comment and said that he had to kill his fiance because she was sleeping with a black man. And Rodney Reed has always claimed that he and the woman were having a consensual relationship, which explains why his DNA had been recovered from her body. Arthur Snow is now the fourth witness to come forward in recent weeks casting doubt on Rodney Reed's conviction. If that ain't about as crazy as it gets, this former cop, this other person of interest, who ended up going to prison, and I want to say he went to prison for some something involving another woman, tries to join the ABs, confesses what he's done because of what she was doing. And on November the 20th, this man, Rodney Reed, who's been locked up for 20 plus years, is going to be executed for something that he probably, it surely sounds like, he did not do. Folks, I wanted to share this story with you and a special shout out to George Powell III for getting my attention with this particular story. And I feel like we here on After Prison Show should do our due diligence to try to raise awareness for this very dire situation involving Rodney Reed. And if any of you are moved and compelled in such a way that you believe that this man is innocent as well, I ask all of you to check out the link pinned down in the comments right there. That is the petition to stop the execution of Rodney Reed and sign that petition. As of the time of filming this video, 93,263 people have signed this petition. They're trying to get this to 150,000 signatures. I will be signing this myself, and I hope that all of you will sign this as well. And I also hope that this man is granted this stay of execution. He has less than three weeks until his execution date because his case most certainly deserves another trial. But the crazy thing about this is, only time will tell. Hey, look, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this video, and if you did so, please leave a like and a comment letting me know exactly what you think about all of this. And as always, until next time, enjoy life, the free world. Never take a moment for granted, and make the most of every day. Peace!